Welcome to So This is Holland, an unexpected trip to special needs parenting, hosted by Michelle Finn and Donna Sandoval, fellow special needs moms, keeping it real and providing a place for you to listen in and say, oh my gosh, me too. Hello, welcome back to So This is Holland. Today, Michelle and I decided to talk about something that we've 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 talked about before, but it was more it's friendships, right? And we said we talked about how best people can be friends with a special needs moms and just tips and tricks in that way. But we thought that another episode would be good to talk about us as special needs moms and tips and tricks on how we can be good friends to others because it does take an investment and it does take time. And so often we feel like we have nothing else to give, but friendship is important in this journey. So hello, Michelle. Hello, my, my friend. friend. <laughs> so cheesy. So I don't know. What, where do you want to start with this one? Um, I can jump in or we can ease into it because it's a hard one. It's Look, guys, it's hard because we are so isolated that we're often saying, well, if they would just do this, if they would include us, they don't call, they don't. So we we tend to and look, I'm guilty of this. Like I am just now 20 years in starting to go, oh, wait a second. Yeah, I might have played a role in this, too. Right. So it's, it's a hard pill to swallow when you're realizing that, oh, yeah. I might be an asshole. You're not really an asshole. You're really not an asshole. But life, we get consumed in this life. We really do. And we expect for people to be there for us. And we get so hurt when they're not. But there are a lot of reasons why they're not there for us. So um, life just weren't there for them because we didn't invest in that time to know what was going in their lives. And we're, we get very singular tunnel vision in what's going on in our life and want people to be there for us and get, I hate to say, but the, that victim mentality sometimes, yes. I mean, even to me, I get like, I feel sorry for myself or I get FOMO and I see, and especially with like social media and you're seeing all these groups of people that, you know, get together and you're not part of that core group, but you're like, I wish I was invited to that, even though it's like not someone you've invested a ton of time into, but it's just that want for that friendships. But we have to look in the mirror and go, well, what are we doing to really grow friendships like that? Right. So I think for me, I, it's been learning grace in others and not being so critical of how people are your friend and accepting the friendships where they are almost like categorizing them a little bit and knowing the expectations of what certain friends are and appreciating and and loving the friend that they are for that, that role they play in this puzzle, you know, of life. Like not everyone is going to be there for you when you need them to come babysit. Not everyone is going to be the person that you call when you are broken and angry or scared. There's different relationships, but that doesn't mean that the other ones are less important. No, but one of the things, you know, you had mentioned expectations. Mm -hmm. One of the things that, you know, hit me was we need to sit down with our friends, those friends that, that we love so much. And we need to sit down and we need to tell them what our expectations are from them. Like, what do we expect from them? What do we need from them as a friend? And vice versa, what do they need from us? Yeah. So we can say to them, like, example, 
I need you to invite me to parties. I know that I say no a lot because of our situation, but I need you to invite me. So I've said like that to multiple people. I, I've like, yeah. And it does take you going out and being like, look, I know I will probably say no, but it hurts my feelings to not be invited. And I know that it's probably hurts your feelings that I say no, but yeah. please, please know that I love you, that I, I want to be there in that way. But sometimes it just it's not there in me to do it. Yeah. So, but it, it hurts when you're not invited. So just give me the chance, even if it's to say no, but you never know, maybe I'll be like, yes, I need that right now. And that's the perfect opportunity. I can do that. And also please show up for my kid, right? If you can, if I can attend your party, if I can, if I'm able to, I'm going to. Right. Please show up. Like I know for me, I mean, I've talked before about Josh's birthday parties and how we have switched to just mommy and Josh days, but show up, show up for us. I know our lives are different. Even if your children think that this is boring, not only are you teaching your children right. that inclusion is powerful and to treat everybody with respect and equally but my child is getting that from your child too. My child is getting to interact with your child and have a friend and learn from your child. And it's it's a two-way street. Like both of our kids are learning and yeah. show up for us when you can. Like there's times that they're not gonna be able to either, but don't just say, well, I don't, I, I don't know what they can do. I don't, I don't, I don't know if they even care if I'm there. Yeah. So up because it means the world to us so on the flip side of us being there for them show up for us too like it's that's that's why we have to sit down and have these hard conversations with our friends and even if like we if we don't want to go because it is a lot more work for us to show up somewhere because of our situation but and it's not always what we want to do but if we want to invest in those friendships it takes yeah. that time and it takes those those moments of going you know, well, I don't really want to do this, but I'm going to, because that's the kind of friend I want and that I need to be. And we have to, we have to put that work in. It's not, it can't be one-sided. And we also have to remember that, yes, we have a hard time, but there's, there's stuff that they're dealing with is just as hard in their world. And we can't always just spew our complaints and negativity. You know, we need to be a positive reinforcing light in their life too. Or why would anyone want to be our friend? <laughs> like We can't no, that, just have someone that we gripe to and cry to. We also need to be that person that lifts a friend up. No, right? I agree. I agree with you. Um, another thing that we need to also think about is I don't know about you, but I know before I became a part of this world, I was uncomfortable in this world in the special needs world. So I often use the example, my, um, one of my best friends growing up, her cousin had cerebral palsy or has Kimmy's still alive. Um, but Kimmy is severely affected mentally. She understood everything, but her body and her voice did not work well. So I remember being a child and being around Kimmy and saying hi to her and she would say hi back, but I didn't understand her. So I would shy away from Kimmy because I wanted to make her feel better, right? But what I was doing was I was isolating her. I had no idea, but our friends may back up from us because they don't know how to interact with our kids. They don't know what questions to ask us. They don't know what they're allowed to do that's 
politically correct. I mean, because well, think especially about in it. this environment right now where everyone's so offended and like, it's just, you have to be on eggshells not to, you know, sit, put your foot in your mouth, but that's not but what friendship's about. It's a matter about. of respect, because if you think of any minority group, if you're talking to any minority group and you are accepting, you really sometimes don't say things. I know, well, this is me. Uh, so I'll, I'll speak for myself. I don't always say things because I don't want to offend anybody from my ignorance, my lack of knowledge. Right. Not because I'm trying to hurt somebody. So I back off because I want to make sure that I'm not hurting them or offending them in some way. Our friends are experiencing that with us too. This is new to them. Like we jumped in because these are our kids, right? Right. But this is so new to them. Like here with me, there's this little boy that doesn't walk, doesn't talk. You're looking at him and you're talking to him and he's not responding to you. What do you do? You know, and they hear our stories. We've talked about this, about therapy and this and that. They don't know that this is just part of our lives. So it's important to have those hard conversations that are going to make both of you feel uncomfortable. But in the long run, it'll, it'll, solidify your bond a little bit more. It'll help them understand where you're coming from, help you understand where they're coming from. Because honestly, when they start isolating themselves because they're scared that they're gonna offend us, we start thinking that they're discriminating against our children, walls Mm -hmm. go up, and these are unnecessary walls where we're ripping apart friendships all because we don't wanna have that uh, uncomfortable conversation with each other. Yeah. Communication is key with friendships and investing in each other. And then also, I, like I said, grace and like forgiveness and understanding that, I mean, any friendship, even if you're not dealing in a special needs world, I mean, if you're going to have something that's lasting, you have to forgive each other. We're not all perfect. We're all can be assholes. We can all be a little selfish. We can all be isolated in our own world, but it takes being that person that's willing to look over that and be like, okay, this person, this person's not perfect, but they're perfect friend for me. So it's okay. And understanding what roles you need from them, but not expecting perfection. Like we all need a little grace in life. Like we all could use some grace. So why wouldn't we give that to the people that we want to build those friendships with? Yeah. I mean, and know that they're going through something like we were talking about when they're having trials, even if I I remember a friend had a, a child who broke his leg and, um, she kept apologizing when she would talk to me and go, I'm I'm so sorry. I know that Josh has been through so much more. And I'm like, dude, yeah, no, 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 I've gotten that too. And people are like, I know I I shouldn't even complain to you. You deal with so much more like, but it's like, no, these are valid. If we're going to have a friendship, I want to be open and listen to you too, because it's just as hard for you in your world that you're dealing with. And we've even talked about that with like severities of special needs. Like, Oh, well you don't understand because your child's higher functioning or like there's all these like it's so ridiculous yeah. we're all just people trying to make it work and survive yeah. this life and like i said i think that it is important to categorize there is different types of yeah. friendships and someone might not be that person for you that will come and take your child or help you in that way but they will meet you for coffee on a mom date when the kids are at school or whatever and just be there to like have very not I'm mean, not shallow but just easy companionship you know there's well, those it. people they're acquaintances yeah they're acquaintances. acquaintances there's virtual friends that can be yeah. there for you and understand or give you a I mean advice is tricky <laughs> friendships I don't I don't believe in advice from anybody anymore I will take your advice with a grain of salt 
only because all of our lives are different and yeah. what may work for somebody's life doesn't mean it's going to work for yours because we all have we've all had different paths that we've traveled so we all do things differently so yeah yeah I, I mean and even i'm a lot more careful on advice i know when i was younger in this and on fire i would just spew it out at everybody you know yeah. but i've i've learned that being the receiver of it sometimes that it feels like Oh, yeah. they do, not, do not think I thought of that or I'm not doing enough. <laughs> I we just get so damn insecure. One. And that's, I think insecurity is a huge block yeah. of friendship in general. It's our own insecurities and victimization that kind of holds us back sometimes from having these friendships that can be so much more beautiful and fulfilling in our lives. Well, I had like, I'll, I'll just tell a story and it's, it's sad to me. Like recently I lost one of my very best friends of 37 years Mm -hmm. Um, and that's a long time to have a friendship. I, yeah. I really, but it was because, so this friend, and I'm not blaming her completely, like, just so hear me out when I'm like, well, this friend did, but because she does not like confrontation at all. We've never had an argument in 37 years, but she doesn't deal with confrontation in any way. She just isn't equipped that way. But, but because, but that's where the communication comes in. So she had, I was having a bad day. It was, she called me actually the day that I found out that my second mom's trip was canceled yeah. and I was just in this rotten mood and I kept apologizing because if you guys haven't noticed, I'm a very emotional person and I get kind of loud, like, oh, da, 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 da. and I don't even mean it. Like when I'm, when I'm feeling something, my voice immediately raises and it's not directed towards anybody. It's just my personality. I've tried to work on it, guys. It is just me. <laughs> like when I feel things, I feel them deep. It's you. Embrace it. It's me. <laughs> Own it. And she said, for one, in my life at this point, I'm just getting out of a relationship. I'm not looking to get into a relationship. I want to become stronger in myself and know that I can support Joshua and myself on my own. And then possibly have an addition come into my life not because i need them but because i want them but she had made the comment which i've heard how many of you single moms have heard this comment find yourself a nice special needs dad <laughs> let me tell you about that <laughs> I, even said it, I even said it to a friend of mine which she listens to this podcast um but i said it to a friend of mine who has special needs right who has a disability and i said and she goes well that's nice and I go, what if somebody told you, find yourself a nice man with a disability? And she's like, well, no. I'm like, it's the same thing. Yeah. Because why is that the community that I'm only involved in? Why yeah. can I only have a partner who has a child with special needs? And I'd heard it so many times and I was already in a rotten mood. And that's what I said. I'm like, why do I need to find a dad who has a child with special needs? It was not the right time. And it was a, definitely a trigger. <laughs> yes, and I'm like, why can't just somebody, I find somebody that loves both Josh and I, why do they have to be a part of this community? And then I apologized immediately because I knew like she meant it with the best of intentions. Right. But <clears throat> because she doesn't talk about her feelings, I called the very next day and I apologized on the phone that day. I mean, I didn't yell at her. I was just like, why, you know, yeah. but I was like, look, I was in a rotten mood. I love you. I just, this is why I don't talk to people when I'm like going through something. And then the next day I called her back and I went straight to voicemail, which wasn't normal. And I was like, Hmm. So I left her a message and then I called her next day and I went straight to voicemail and I'm like, Hmm. And then finally she texted me back. She's like, I've just been really busy at work. I promise I'll call you. 
never heard from her. And then I called her on Thanksgiving. Again, I got a message. I'm so sorry. I've been so busy. I'll call you tomorrow. Never heard from her. Got a Christmas card from her and then realized shortly after Christmas, she blocked me on Facebook. And so I just sent her a mess and it's all because I made her feel a certain way because I kind of set boundaries for myself. Mm -hmm. And instead of actually having that conversation, my point in telling you this story is if we would sit down and have that conversation, that hard conversation that I don't want to put be put into a special needs bubble. Yes, this is part of my world, but my world is so much bigger and so is Josh's. Right. We should all be included in every aspect of life. We shouldn't only but it's hard have to think this- that you could have a meaningful 37-year relationship without there being some point of contention and at one point having to have a hard conversation. And where she was coming from, how that made you feel, you guys come together. I mean, even the best marriages yeah have confrontation. I mean, and if they don't, then they're pretty probably superficial and they're not really dealing with the situation. But the thing is we weren't superficial. Like we have been there for each other through hard things, but if anything felt yucky between us, I always knew to shut it down because she couldn't handle that. Right. She, she doesn't like, like when I say she doesn't like it, it's, she can't handle confrontation. She doesn't know. I don't think she has the coping skills to deal with confrontation. So, and so instead of like fighting to save our friendship, it was like, I'm just, she's done. But I mean, that's an extreme. I've had friends that just back away and don't give that effort both ways. Like, and I mean, I have a friend that since I've had since five years old, but I learned to not have the expectations that she doesn't provide so that I stop being disappointed. And just if she ever were to call me and want to talk, I would pick up right where we left off. There's no hard feelings because I've put that in that category of what kind of friend she is for me. So in that situation, you know, I would probably accept a phone call from her and like, be like, Oh my God, I missed you. And not be confrontation because you know, that's not her style. And just be like, I really missed you. And I love you. And I'm really sorry if, you know, and that's, that's yeah. what I did. Like I, I called her when I realized I was blocked and left a message and I was like, Hey, I just want to let you know, I saw that I was blocked and I'm sorry if I did anything that could have really jeopardized our friendship. I love you so much. And I wish nothing but the best for you in this world. I'm always here for you. If yeah. you want to come back as like, but I'm going to respect you and leave you alone. And that's, and that's hard. And we, and also so often we don't know everything, the whole story. No, we don't know what's going on. This Maybe this is my perception of what happened because we haven't had a conversation. Exactly. And so often you like, once you do have those come, you're like, oh, I didn't even realize that that's where you're yeah. coming from. That's how you saw it. But that's where those conversations need to happen. And it's hard, especially in this cancel culture that we're like, oh, they don't serve me. This isn't a good energy. And there is a boundary that you should honor in yourself, but it's, I mean, we got to be easy on each other. We're all living a very struggling life of all these outside stresses that we're all going through shit. Like just be there, be kind. What is just be kind. (laughs) You also had said something about the bad energy. So I wanted to point that out too. So you, we hear that a lot. We see that a lot on social media. Like if their energy is negative, walk away. Yeah. And some instances absolutely if they have that it's constant just negativity 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 and it doesn't make you feel good but we all do go through seasons of life like donna and i talked about the other week how both of us were feeling kind of negative so we kind of step back because we kind of balance each other out in that way if one's negative yeah. the other's like happy so we can lift each other up but that is also part of being a friend 
is if your friend is going through something and they're kind of bitchy and just let them have that moment. If you need to step away from the moment, tell them like, look, I can't take this. I love you. And I'm, I want to be here for you, but this is a lot for me right now. Yeah. Like the, I call them energy vampires. Cause there's just yeah. certain people that'll come in and suck the energy. <laughs> and if they never are out of it, then there's a point that you're like, okay, I just don't want that kind of person in my circle. I don't have the energy to be sucked in my that. life. I've- I've walked away from people and I've gotten messages like, what the hell is wrong with you? But I've always taken the time to say, look, this is why I walked away. I wish you nothing but the best because that's another thing with friendship is we have to realize just like in relationships, like husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, significant other, significant other relationships, um, just like that. Sometimes the season's over, right? Where we've, we've outgrown each other and not just one person, but both of us have like just gone different directions that we're not coming together and serving each other anymore. We're not good for each other anymore. It's just not, we're not necessarily bad for each other. It's just not there anymore. And it's okay to mourn those. Like you would lose a, a, a significant other relationship, but know that some friendships, it's just a season, a season of life that they're there for us. Yeah. I've had, a, cause I very acknowledge, I know, and I, I bring it up to my, and I, I thank them for being there for me because I do know that it takes a little bit more work to be my friend and yeah. I show appreciation <laughs> because they have to come out to me most of the time. Like if we're going to go as a, it's going to be a pain in the ass. I'm not going to be able to enjoy myself. Like it's really takes a lot more for me to pack up my family and go to an unfamiliar place than if they come visit me. I can relax. James can be in his place. I can actually let my hair loose and just hang and be present and not be like a pinball, like grabbing my son. Don't touch that. Don't touch that. Like I can't relax when we're out. So I really appreciate the friends, but I do know that they, it can't last forever for many, like that season of like drop coming, you know, once a week to come hang you out. You have to be you. able to do that for them sometimes too. Yeah. And I know like, I've probably said this to you too, because I can go weeks without actually talking to another human being besides <laughs> my son who is nonverbal, <laughs> yeah. right? So I get lonely sometimes. And sometimes when I start talking to people, I'm like, and I don't <laughs> stop. And I'm like, but I will always say to my friends, and I'm sure I've said this to you, I love you. I, I apologize that I'm talking so much. Please know if you need me, I'm here, man. I will shut my mouth and yeah. I will be here for you. Yeah. And because I can't help, like, I really can't help myself. And this is actually part of my family. Like my dad's side of the family, like they don't stop talking. So I inherited it. She's great on a podcast, especially the days that I don't really want to talk. I'm like, <laughs> let it rip, Michelle. <laughs> hey, hey, no, no, you talk too. <laughs> 11 year old son and he's in that stage and he loves to talk about everything and sometimes I'm just like just stop talking (laughs) (laughs) and I know I put out that vibe sometimes where people are like Michelle it's a lot like like I was saying I think that we we often need to look at ourselves and realize that we aren't the easiest people to be friends with and show appreciation and and verbalize that to our friends be like look I know I wish I could be better but I love you and I it means so much to me that even with that you're still here for me and give them that acknowledgement 
that makes them feel good. Like that's like, it's lifting them up. It's not all about us. It's not finding people that will deal with our situation. It's showing appreciation and love for those people, but also meeting them where they are and understanding that not all friends are going to fall into that place, that they are going to be that, but that doesn't mean they're any less valuable as a friend to you. Like have bring a lot of enrichment and joy and, and just companionship to your life that we all want. We all want to be able to like, just go out for an easy, you know, coffee. Like it's just, there's different people, different expectations and different levels of investment that we put into a relationship and lots and lots of grace. (laughs) Right. It really is. is. But just to kind of go over again, like I know that we're an isolated community But to have friends, we have to be a friend. Mm -hmm. We absolutely have to talk to our friends, open communication, really set those boundaries and let them know your expectations and ask them what their boundaries and expectations are too. And when you can work together like that, and again, like Donna was saying, and, and we do it all the time. Donna and I constantly tell each other we love each other and we send each other little tiny gifts here and there because... And we, and it's not just us that we do that for. We do that for a lot of our friends just to show like, Hey man, I appreciate you. So make sure that while we have all of this heaviness on us, those people that are actually there for us, make sure that you're letting them know, like, I see you and I love you and I appreciate you too. Amen. Thank you for listening. If you would like to hang out with us and be a guest on our show, you can go over to our Instagram page. So this is Holland podcast, go to our bio and there'll be an application there. You can also find Donna at determined Donna on Instagram, or you can find Michelle at Michelle Finn coaching on Instagram. Have a great day.